0: this summer they came for dr zeus they destroyed the muppets now they're after the most magical place on earth disney
1: bum, bum, bum.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah so <laughs> with that sweet little voice coming in there at the end you'll uh, realize that my darling wife erica has come to join us for our podcast today with me and nathan
2: day, yeah How, how's everybody
0: we're doing all right um Today, though, we're going to be looking at the new movie from Disney that's coming out. uh, It's already out on Disney Plus, Turning Red. Uh, Now, there are many, many articles on this all over the internet, both good and bad. Uh, Well, positive and negative, I should say. A a, a negative that we're going to look at today, uh, how this movie uh, influences our children. Well, when I was a kid, The Lion King came out. It always uh, made me smile uh, when they omitted the word fart from the song that Pumba sings. Uh, they didn't actually say that, uh, which is a word that is just totally OK today. Um, it, it, we've seen such a massive change from the, the, the days of the, the, the nice 90s uh, to uh, today. And uh, what have we got going on here uh, in this movie? My darling.
1: So this movie is set in um, Canada. In uh, oh goodness, not Vancouver, Tur- Toronto. Toronto.
0: Yeah,
1: in Toronto, and it follows a thirteen-year-old um, Chinese Canadian, and kind of as she's entering puberty. So it's kind of yeah, our main character and and what's going on.
2: Cool. And and I guess so. In the in the podcast today, we're going to have a look at these these themes for people like myself who haven't seen the movie and you're going to kind of educate us on on what goes on and, and look at some of the subtle and significant worldview assumptions that, you know, we need to look at as Christians. We need to understand them from a, a biblical perspective. And I guess, Erica, why, why are we doing this today?
1: Um, well, Jeremy's idea of this podcast, um, Welcome to Babylon is all about how we as Christians can live um, according to the word of God while living in this world that is broken and full of sin. Um, so it's really important. We need to be able to discern what is right for us, for our children, um, more and more the world is targeting the minds of young people. We see that I think in the news almost every day, something new is happening. That's targeting young, uh, Mm. young people. And to be honest, as a new parent, it's really frightening. (laughs) Um, so of course we we first just need to trust the Lord and pray for guidance, uh, but we also need to discern what we're allowing ourselves and our children to consume. And after watching um, Turning Red, the it's Pixar actually, so well, which is owned by Disney. Um, mm. Yeah, it is quite concerning. <laughs> so I think it's important for us mm. to talk about and see how we can discern what. We should be allowing in
0: in our homes for all ages. I should mm. say before we get into this. Like we, we're talking about our children, but we also need to be um, aware of what we are taking in as adults as well. And this subtle messaging that's coming through um, has been happening for some time, and perhaps we just are only just waking up to it now. But the the film ultimately av- advocates um, that you embrace who you are, even like your reckless vices and and, and dangerous impulses and, and and don't let anyone stop you. Or, or in other words, what's that big line, Nathan?
2: Yeah. Like don't tame the beast, let it out. Is, mm. And so, yeah, I guess, is this something as Christians we can endorse? Do we, mm, do we, do we want to let it out?
0: I, I think the, the the simple and clear answer to that is no. Um we, we go to this verse time, time again, um, particularly in the Reformed community. But Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9 says the heart is um, really nice and um, kind and good-natured. And so, we should no, it doesn't say that, does it? It says that mm. the heart is deceitful above all things, desperately sick. Um, who can understand it? So why would you want to mm. let that out, out of the bag, mm. ultimately? Mm. Yeah. And you've mm. been memorizing Romans 8, haven't you? I have. How are you getting Slo- on with that?
1: Slowly, finally up to verse 12. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But it's, it's happening. <laughs>
0: and, and we see a contrast there, don't we? Mm. Like First, um, verse 5 says, for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh or set their minds on the thing, things of the red panda, so to speak. Uh, but those who live according to the spirit, set their minds on the things of the spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, uh, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. So we, we actually need to acknowledge that to, to embrace the red panda in our life is to embrace death. Mm. Um, and mm. then in, in contrast to that, uh, verse 12 says uh, this. My uh, yep.
1: So yeah, Romans 8, 12 to 15. So then brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Mm. I think it's important too, right now, to kind of pause and also just for those who haven't heard of the movie or know, um, in Turning Red, the main character, basically her inner beast But like her family is cursed and once you kind of reach this age of puberty the women in the family when you f- experience strong emotions so what is it anger stress lust um yeah. excitement any- so positive and you know any emotion she turns into a red panda um mm-hmm. so that's the premise that's what's happening here yeah,
0: yeah. But I do want to just pause for a moment and ask the question of you both. What does it mean to put to death the deeds
2: of the body? It's uh, it's to be sanctified. So it's to become holy. So to put to death the things that are natural to us, which is to sin. Mm. In Genesis, it says that the man's heart sins continually. So it's a thing that we are naturally going to do because of the fall. And we need to put these things to death. And we can only do that through Christ, through sanctification, in the spirit and, and I guess yeah letting it out is, is sort of counter to that it's 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 not putting to death these things that we ought to.
0: Mm. Yeah so the message here that we're seeing in this film is that the, the main character Maylin I think it is mm. yeah she mm. leans into her wicked heart and, and and we said before becomes a manifestation of her her sinful self. Mm. She actually embraces what we read here Paul saying, "Get rid of mm. it's. It's going to lead you down the path of death," uh, and yet she's embracing death. Mm. But uh, I, I think it's also important to note that that Paul, uh, just a chapter back in, in Romans chapter seven, he actually says that it's it's normal to have these kind of wrestles in our life. He's not saying that you know. You're not going to experience temptation. You're not going to experience a a wrestle with the flesh. Um, And I think that's actually quite comforting to know because, you know, it would be easy for us to say, hey, look, get rid of the panda. Um, Don't. Embrace all these things because you're supposed to be perfect. You're supposed to not have any of these temptations. Paul actually says, "No, no, I've, I've got them. I don't want to do them, but I've, I've got these wrestles going on." He he says, "For I do not understand my own actions; for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate." Um, verse eighteen: "For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out." Uh, so how do we how do we wrestle uh, with The flesh by the by the power of the spirit Mm.
2: Mm.
0: that's what the lord has given us to to actually put to death the flesh so we need to kill a panda Mm. that's that's quite (laughs) a a dark thought uh we don't endorse in any way shape or form people around the world taking pandas and killing them but we do endorse the killing of the inner panda
2: yeah, and so the movie, it, from a you know someone who hasn't seen it, they're quite overtly promoting this and, and promoting this kind of behavior to to let it out and to live that way.
1: Well, so in the movie, she, her family, they killed or well, they hide the panda, I guess. So they have this ceremony that gets rid of the panda. So in a way, the family does want to get rid of this. However, the girl is benefiting from it because in the end, she um wants money to go to a concert that her mom said she can't go to so she has used the panda to profit to to make money so she's using this emotion yeah
0: she's a big cuddly panda <laughs> she's taking photos with her friends and yeah so charging them they
1: money. created this business at school to to make money so they can yeah disobey their parents go to this concert and spoiler alert, so maybe if you don't want to know the ending of this movie, <laughs>
2: <You> that's <shouldn't have, laughs> forward you shouldn't have 20 it. <laughs> seconds. Um,
1: but, um, yeah, she, in the end, when she can decide to get rid of her panda once and for all, she doesn't. She embraces it. And and so she learns nothing from all of this disobedience and she has no consequences whatsoever. It's, it's the parents who allow her then to do what she wants to be who she is yes.
0: this isn't just a subtle message she's mm. not just saying hey look this is what I'm going through blah 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 blah, blah. she's actually outright evangelizing your children through um, this particular part in the film and I'll, I'll, mm. I'll quote her she says we've got a messy loud weird part of ourselves hidden away and a lot of us never let it out but I did how about you and that's like the last mm. line
1: of the movie, right?
0: It's okay. like an altar call at a, at a church service. It's like, here's the application. Now you respond. Like, what are you going to do mm. about it? Do you have an inner transgender person or an inner a cat? Goodness knows mm. what people are saying these days. Embrace it. Be yourself because that's better than anything else um, mm. in this world. And
1: I think what bothers me most too is there's zero consequences. So... There really is no lesson, like no one learns anything. It's literally just embrace how you're feeling, you know. Mm. Which me actually confused me because at one point it actually seemed countercultural because the girls are like sitting on the bleachers at reset or while the boys are practicing. I don't remember, I was kind of zoned, it was football or
0: sure track or something.
1: And they were like Mm. catcalling the boys. Like these, like thirteen year old girls were like, "Woohoo!" Wow, well, you know, and that was part of what they could embrace and do. And I'm like, "Man, if the roles were reversed, guys can't do that these days."
0: <laughs> but we, so we I should, just thought that was interesting.
1: That, right? <laughs> but
2: uh, I guess that, yeah, it shows the the floor of this thinking, right? You can't you can't just reverse it to get women power, or you can't follow the spirit of age because it eats itself when you when you actually think through what they've done. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: And then there's that big line, though.
2: My panda, my choice. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: Sounds familiar, doesn't
2: it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, and so it's a. I guess that's a little nod. Not that I've seen the movie, Jeremy's pointed this out to me, but it's you know obviously a, a nod to the pro-abortion activists that say my body, my choice, who are quite happy for you to have to inject yourself with a vaccine. But sometimes it's my body, my choice. Sometimes it's your body, my choice. Um, yeah. So. I guess it's a a declaration by this, this young girl in this film um, that it's her body and it's her choice to do whatever she wants. Mm -hmm. And I guess, um, I guess this line, it addresses a couple of, a couple of things that you guys can talk about. There's, I guess the sinful call that we have a greater sovereignty over our body and lives. And, you know, that's Jesus Christ. And the second thing that we kind of need to think about is that disobedience to Paris is, is a big deal. It's, um, I guess, a direct contradiction to one of the commandments, I think the fourth commandment, which is to obey our parents, is the first commandment that comes with a promise. If you obey this, you'll have a long life. So this movie is encouraging, I guess, a short life. Yeah. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, yeah. The, the first thing I want to address by, by reading from Matthew, do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Um, so he's he is sovereign over our all of creation, but specifically mm. our body, he's mm. sovereign over everything. And 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 so, what we really need to, to see here is that he makes all our decisions in regards to our body. And the children within them, uh, not me, uh, the women. Um, mm. But he he also he says, this is when you start your life. This is when you end your life. So we, we're not to listen to the world where it says my my body, my panda, my choice. Um, mm. We listen to God and what mm. he has to say over our bodies. He is sovereign.
2: Mm. Yeah, I guess he's called us to take captive all thoughts and make them obedient to Christ. So that would mean thoughts about just following your emotions. They're thoughts. They might be mm. subconscious, but they're things that we do and should be making obedient to Christ. That's right. Content mm. the second one, my love?
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: so the second one, um, yeah, your point on disobedience to parents is no big deal in, in that statement. Um, like you said, it's a commandment. You know, we are mm. called to obey our parents, and that comes from first obeying God. It's a, yeah, obey God, obey your parents.
2: I guess you were saying before, I guess the example, the kind of common practice in in Chinese culture, that your parents can be quite hard on kids.
1: Yeah, where I grew up in Southern California, you know, I knew a lot of um, Vietnamese, mostly Vietnamese, actually families, and there was a lot of pressure put on the um, students that I went to school with. And in that, there often was a lot of sneaking around, um and
0: There's lying a, and you pressure know pressure for excellence. Yeah, it?
1: there is definitely a pressure. So I think <laughs> yeah. um, you know, is it in Ephesians?
0: It is Ephesians um, chapter six, verse two. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, children. so children. So first we have, you know, we are to obey children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. Um, that you sorry, that it may go well with you and you may live long in the land. And then following mm. that is fathers don't provoke your children Mm -hmm. to anger. So I think there is something to say about that in this movie. However, there's no, it's done very poorly if that's what they were trying to do because it's all about the parents just putting their hands up. You're free to do be who you want to be in the end, Um, but no acknowledgement that actually in the beginning of the movie, I thought the relationship between the mother and daughter was very sweet. Mm. They were friends. They were like it was such a sweet relationship. Um, and it was really just this emotion of adolescence that kind of made the daughter explode, I guess, literally, into a panda.
0: but yeah, we we need to be protecting our children, don't we? Uh, we we can't just let them be disobedient to us and uh, dictate how they should be raised, we need to be leading them in in, in the way they grow. Uh, And so what we've got going on here, though, is a a father who's a little bit absent. He's present. He's in the kitchen. He's making dumplings in this movie. Sweet guy. uh, But he's not participating in in this uh, parenting relationship as as much. And and I think that was one of the
2: things a worldly kind of portrayal of of weak masculinity, not wanting the patriarchy to rule over.
0: Exactly. It could be
2: probably a subtle dig of...
0: Yeah. And then that nod to this culture, as Erica was saying, um, is basically a, a lived out expression of that, that next verse from um, Ephesians chapter 6, that we're not to provoke our children to anger. So we're not to put them in a place where they're going to sin. So uh, that doesn't mean we go easy on them or we don't discipline them, but it, it means that Don't put them in a position where they're going to sin against you and against the Lord, more importantly. Mm. Well, um, in regards to the LGBT community, Turning Red isn't exactly pointing out this agenda. There's no characters who are gay or transgendered overtly, um, but it is promoting the same worldview that undergirds this agenda. And and we need to be protecting Mm. our children um, and even ourselves from the subtlety of the evil one. Matthew 18, this mm-hmm. says, but whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it'd be better for him to have a great milestone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. And I think we take that perhaps a little bit too lightly because we naturally go to someone um Causing a child to sin, perhaps, you know, like a, in, in Thailand or something where children are, are put into prostitution, or in Africa, they're given a gun in, into a militia and they're sent out to war. Um, but we're also speaking of those who are leading a, a household here in uh, a chilled Western household where, where we're watching Disney films. Uh, are we causing them to sin by what they see and what they engage with as well?
2: Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's- So the question I want to ask you guys, having seen the film, you know, is Disney safe for our kids? Is it safe for us even? Um, And was it ever safe? That's a good question.
0: I think we need to engage discernment in regards to this because I don't want to just throw the baby out with the bathwater. But I think the answer to that question is, the first question at least, is no. I don't think it's safe anymore. My darling could speak to some of the messaging that's been coming out from Disney lately.
1: Yeah, Nathan, you might know more about what this meeting actually was. It was just kind of a...
2: I think it was just an interview between, you know, the producer of the film and also one of the, the I guess, the directors of Disney Pixar and her kind of views on on the future moving forward. Um, yeah. I heard of, or you know, watched a few of her clips where she's talking about they want 50% of, you know, gay and lesbian actors and all the characters in each of their movies moving forward, which is you know, quite an extreme mm-hmm. uh, limit. But it's it's also not just something quietly done now. It's overtly and it's their, I guess, it's their desire. Oh, yeah, it's intentional. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess um, the Disney diversity and inclusion manager, uh, she also states that they're eliminating all mentions of ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls from the parks. So if you go to Disneyland mm. or Disney World, they're no longer going to use those terms because, mm. yeah, for the, chil- for the children who do not identify with oh traditional gosh. gender roles. So, it's, it, so sadly, it's that... like to mm. like these. This company is actively seeking out this agenda. This agenda, <laughs> yeah. and do we want our kids or the kids around us to embrace it? Be I, tricked I, by it too, because Disneyland is amazing. It's so fun and. Yeah, and you don't pick up on things, and yeah. Well, we had a blast when we. Yes, Disney. we did. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but I, I want to go to that sub question that you said there, Nathan. Before was it ever safe? Because look, we can we can just kind of brush things under the rug, uh, but ultimately, you you look through the '90s, in my opinion, the golden era of Disney films, and you see um, Tarzan and the Lion King. They were about evolution, um, subtly, but evolution. Mm. Um, and then you've got Hercules. We're talking about a set of gods that the the men of the New Testament scriptures were actively um, fighting against. They were dealing with that world. And then you have Mulan dealing with uh, ancestry worship. And, and it was subtle. It was, it was a minor issue back then. But you come to this Turning Red film and it's full on. There's some occultic mm. witchcraft material going on in this film. And and it it would even appear, I'd go as far as to saying um, demonic possession in there. Um, But yeah, look, I I think to answer the question, was it ever safe? Potentially, but again, I think we need to be saying discernment, discernment, discernment. We can't just put kids in front of any TV show now because we just cannot trust um, the makers of films and, and television shows. And so I think we need to actually be saying I need to watch this with my kid or I need
2: to be watching it before they Mm. see it. Yeah, and I guess guess the thing with that discernment is is that question, are we living an appropriate gospel example to our kids? You know, that's the kind of question we need to be kind of thinking about with our kids and our teens.
1: I love this quote from um, Barbara Hughes. She wrote Disciplines of a Godly Woman and she talks about the discipline of the mind and um, in, in regards to you know disciplining your mind and raising children she says if you are filled with God's Word your life can then be informed and directed by God your relationships at home your parenting your career, your ethical decisions your internal moral life the way to a Christian mind is through God's Word so just as we immerse ourselves in God's Word that will, Mm. Influence every aspect of our life and help us in this discernment and what we're mm. willing to show ourselves, our children, our the children around us at church. Um, yeah,
0: and with that great wisdom coming from my darling,
1: well, Barbara Hughes, <laughs> <Barbecues.
0: laughs> we shall uh, we shall leave it there. Uh, we, we really hope that this has been helpful to you in discerning whether this is something that you want to show your children. We're not obviously saying you you shouldn't, uh, but we do uh, err on the side of caution and, and say perhaps, uh, perhaps watch it first. Uh, but in the meantime... Or, or, or don't. Or don't, <laughs> yeah.
1: Or if your kids have already watched it, let this be now a conversation to have. like exactly. hmm, How did this turn out? What does the Bible say? What does this movie Um, it could be a conversation to have what what do
0: we believe according Mm. to scripture well thank you my darling for joining and we uh, encourage you all to check out our instagram page and uh, tune in next time for another episode of welcome to babylon